everyone, and welcome back to SCTV for ScreeningClub.com, where we break down the latest in television entertainment for you each week. Today's a special day, because for the past two weeks, me and Chris have been running solo, and now we're proud to introduce our new co-host, replacing Mike, Darth Sidious. The Darth side of the force. <laughs> but you know what? We do feel Hello. bad, because Mike is back, but... He's clearly been pretty sick. I can hear it in his voice. I may feel, look, sound like like shit, but uh, I'm I'm happy to be back. It was a uh, empty two weeks being away, but uh, I I enjoyed listening. Um, That's good. Ha- having any idea what I was gonna be listening to. I'm happy go. to hear that. Um, let me ask you this though: Is this and I'm doing air quotes now, sickness. Is this just your way of having us not give you any crap for uh, not being with us for the past two weeks, or are you actually sick? I mean, uh, I, I would be really, really committing to, the, to that bit if, uh, <laughs> if that were the case. <laughs> you know what? No, it's okay. And I, 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 I hope that you felt that in your absence, me and Chris did an a- admirable job. Was it okay? You did, and I uh, I admired the uh, the commitment to... Um, the joke uh, about <laughs> about my being away um, no joke. In, in both both weeks both it, yeah, your, gonna, your introduction to, to both podcasts I was uh, gonna say it sounds like you have been out in the cold uh, is that why your voice sounds like well like we it were does? without uh, heat in my house for what? like full two days so really? the, the house got very cold what, what happened and there was a malfunction that, that could have been what what has uh, contributed to my to my sickness just no. the, the furnace sort of gave way for, for mm. a day. No, I actually read about this, and I'm not trying to attack what you're you're thinking, but it's it's actually I think you cannot get sick like a, a cold from being like cold from being out in the cold. Mm-hmm. And I read about this because another one of my friends, uh, shout out Jacob, was mentioning that someone got sick from being out in the cold. But then I had none in my mind, and I I looked it up. You cannot get a cold. From being outside, it's, it's like a common misconception. So nice, nice try, Mike. Anyway, hey, all I know is that I uh, <laughs> I went to bed feeling okay. I woke woke up the next morning freezing and, and feeling like shit. I hope so, that, that so you feel knows? better. I hope that you feel better, Mike. Chris, how how are you doing? I'm doing good. What's going on with you? You have anything uh, go down this this week? Nothing too crazy. Just trying. We're to f- going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, what? Not. Not oh, okay. Me individually, but oh, our team, yeah, our the Patriots team, are New, going New to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Congrats! Man, he could really be talking about any number of years, though. This this, this could be recorded for for a whole slew of years that 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 we went to, to the Super Bowl. But know what? It's going to be electric in New England for for a couple of weeks here. My God! I think it was a surprising game. It was a great game. It was. Um, Still, even when like when Antonio Brown gets shut down, still gets like eighty yards. You know, like you, that's like shutting down in Antonio Brown. It's a good man. Know who I'm more scared of than Antonio Brown though? Julie Jones. Julie Julio Jones. Jones. Yeah, he's uh, he's on fire after after that game. I know, but you know the Patriots are pretty on fire too. I think like that's going to be interesting. They both did really well. Their secondary played uh, very very impressively yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a great game. I was pumped up. I, I was pumped up. It's going to be an interesting chess match, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. 
it's gonna be a good one. You know what? Lots of uh, lots of good TV this this week too. We got some shows finally coming back. We got some shows we're watching. Oh yeah. And know what? I want to start with our big one, the one that we've been look looking forward to, HBO's The Young Pope. You 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 guys watched it, right? We're on episode three, so we're recording this on Monday. There's gonna be another episode tonight, so we're only on episode three, and you guys mm. have watched all three episodes, right? Yep. I, I just watched it like five minutes before I, I, I came over here. Look at this um, guy, sick as a dog, watching The Young Pope. That's that's dedication. Let's get some initial thoughts. What did you guys think? Let's talk about not just a- episode three, but what are you guys thinking of The Young Pope so, so far? This is our first taste of it, three episodes in. Any initial thoughts? Well, Mike, how do you feel? Uh, you feel sick, Chris. I feel I sick, but I, I, I'm liking it. Um it's it's a tough show to to judge right up, right off the bat because it is kind of insane. It's out there. Yeah. Uh, it's just so deliberately unconventional in so many different ways. Uh, it is provocative and uh, outrageous. It's and Jude Law is giving a really weird but eloquent performance um lots of really cool players uh, all around him as well um so yeah I'm, I'm liking it I, I i'm liking where it's going there's also some genuinely beautiful moments though just like yeah i mean beautiful shots each episode beautiful moments. Has, has has had those moments where you're you're just really impressed by by the the craft yeah um i, I forget the, the the director's name Paolo the sorrentino. creator of the show sorrentino he knows what he's doing. Sometimes I feel like I'm watching, like I mentioned this to Chris last week, but I feel like I'm watching like a a, a foreign film, you know? Yeah. Like it just is very beautiful and like just sort of like lots a of bit different, you know? Lots like, of like deliberate wide shots and slow zooms and pans, and he does a lot with uh, with the lighting of of, of certain shots that uh, just just really sort of evoke, um, yeah, that 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 foreign look sensibility it's yeah. just so funny like that happens but then it's just like cuts to jude law doing like this super american like weird thing like like just 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 being that like the young pope where and we also got uh his eminency I, i'm forgetting the guy's name boelo yeah boelo finally said he's we've got a young pope <laughs> he, he said the he said the the line and he's uh he's taken charge this this week the that that the well, his eminency yeah well, there is a struggle. He tried to take charge. Well, now now he's blackmailing that that Monsignor to to, the to drunk. gain information. Oh yeah, so but, I mean he, he's finally you know he's playing doing the game. something about it about this predicament he's in. You mean Voelo? And I don't know yeah. if that's his yeah. name. He's doing something like. Didn't at the end of this episode, like Jude Law, like pu- called his hand or whatever, or, and like forced him. To tell him exactly what happened and devote allegiance to to him like remember he called him in and it's like he found out everything he found out why they voted him in because they wanted to use yeah, him but as a don't, don't you remember that that scene with the uh, voilo and that that um Mon- monsignor where he he's he's in his his bedroom and he and he pulls out the uh the liquor store of of alcohol from under his bed and says tell me everything that he tells you or else I'll, I'll share with him. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. But did did that happen before or after? But I think I don't think they're they're related. Oh, okay. Scenes were that related. was one of the last scenes of the episode. Okay, yeah. I guess uh, I watched it a little while ago, so it's definitely more fresh in your in your mind. Do you think? Okay, so let, let's talk a little bit about this 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 episode. But Chris, what what were your thoughts, and what are your thoughts so so far? You haven't shared as as much. Well, last episode, me and you kind of gave our general thoughts. Um, I've been liking it a lot. I like this episode. Had seemed like a different score, more synthy score. Hmm. Uh, yeah they 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 have that cool like theme where it's like like sort of like the high string synthy thing and they're like doom, 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 like like yeah and I really like it yeah it's, it's they, cool. they return to that track that's the same track they used in the previous episode that, that like sort of upbeat synthy track yeah. that that doesn't really jive with the the tone of the show <laughs> yeah. but I, I mean that's like sort it. of like the, the point of, of really yeah he is a young pope like that was pretty cool what do you guys think about like he continually like blatantly or like sort of offhandly refers to like doesn't believe in god like thinks he is god maybe like all this crazy like i'm so confused because his whole thing is like i'm bringing back extreme conservatism but also he doesn't believe i think it was voilo who made the point um, this past episode that, that he's extremely like contradictory yeah. and like there's just sort of this this underlying um, feeling like throughout I mean that I'm getting that that he's just sort of making everything up as he goes along yeah, yeah. He, he he sort of had he has this uh, this motive um, he has this plan that he's sort of striving towards I think but uh, well, it's, it's sort of unclear what, what that is all we know is that he is just a crazy man who's, who's intent on shaking things up as, as much as he can. But like, what, what was the deal with when he was first, when he first approached his mentor as a Cardinal Spencer, Yeah, I think the, the, the older guy, he was like begging him, please help me. I need you to help me. That doesn't seem to fit with what he's all, all, all about. And then when he didn't help, help well, him and found out. That's, that's also kind of, um, how he first, um, spoke with, spoke to Sister Mary uh, originally. He, yeah. he came to her in need of her guidance, in need of her help, and then as soon as she became willing to, to give that to him, he kind of became very cold towards her. But um, I'm so wondering... That, that's sort of a, a theme here, I'm noticing. But is it... Like, he felt that... Like, he found out however, you know, if, if it wasn't correct or whatever... He thought that she was trying to take power from him. That's when he mm-hmm. he turned on her, and then he felt that Spencer had betrayed him. Right. That's why he sort of turned on him too. So, so I'm wondering, might it be that some of that is is genuine, and he really is just so vindictive and so that he like cannot take even the thought of someone turning on him? Because I thought it was pretty genuine when he went to Cardinal Spencer and was like, "Please help me." He was like, mm-hmm. "I really need your help," and then he just tur- turns on him. You know, so I don't know. It's yeah, I, think, uh, I think that's true. He he is just he seems generally irrational. Yeah. So uh, where his his thought process is on, on any given moment or or issue is it's always sort of up in the air. Now we also got our first taste of well, not first taste of a flashback, but I think first taste of these sort of like mix like weird flashbacks where like it's current times, but also. Like a vision, almost. Yeah, like when he's running around and uh, 
Also got first sighting our fr- friend of the podcast, Colin Smith. Mm-hmm. Sh- shout out, Colin. Mm-hmm. Looking uh, we're looking to forward more, to more, more of that. Of him. I don't know. It's mysterious, right? Very like, mysterious. What was he doing there? Like he was rocking a mean uh, hippie beard. God, that was a nice beard. He, you know what? Colin was not fooling around when he said he had a beard at premium levels. In, yep. yep. In, the, in, in the young oh, yeah. But I'm thinking, like, clearly that was to demonstrate to us that he really has this internal struggle with his parents, right? Like, I think that's what he was trying to turn Cardinal Spencer into, and then he just completely dis- disown well, not disowns him, but I'm just wondering where that's that's going to go. I think we're going to keep peeling away layers mm. of, of, of the young Pope. <clears throat> you know, another great scene when he calls in the other guy that he decided uh, cr- crossed him, and they go, I love that huge globe. That globe in his <laughs> yeah. office is so cool. He has no use for that guy. <laughs> yeah. that he just cast away to Alaska. Yeah. It was um, a great bef- moment. Before, he, previously, he, are- he, he threw him out of uh, his own office to give to Sister Mary. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's unclear to me what he has against him. Uh, I'm sh- maybe I just uh, forgot. Exactly. Um, I think is it just that he knows that he was part of the crew that maybe that the old guard. Yeah, I think I thought it was so funny that he previously has told us a story about how he forced a man to go to Alaska, even though he he did what he needed to do. Like he 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 already told us a story about how he told a man that he would not send him to Alaska if he did like wash his feet or whatever it was and that he still sent him and now we get like literally the exact same same thing he comes in and tells him to point to a point on the globe and he points at, at California and he still makes him go to Alaska <laughs> that seems to be like his signature thing <laughs> just banish people off off to off to Alaska yeah. and then at the end of the episode did he have like a seizure like what he he passed out in that woman's arms yeah well I had no idea why he did that i kind of viewed that as like during the, the entire episode he's talking about like well the holy spirit hasn't had a meeting with me i think he uh, finally got a meeting from the holy spirit that was his moment so you think he might be a little different do you think he time? sees his uh his mother in that woman or or maybe that that girlfriend he had in california maybe i think i think he's projecting some sort of uh some past um, figure, womanly figure in his life onto that woman. I think so, especially because it was so intertwined. Like, right after that, we got the whole scene with him running and then his mm. father. Um, that'll be interesting to see what's what's going to go on with that. Great stuff, though. Really intriguing yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering what's 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 going to happen. Keep me watching, for sure. Jude Law is so good in that. Like, yeah. what does he think? He I'm, I'm always just like, what is this guy thinking? What is this guy thinking? Like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like no, no matter, like, what exactly he's thinking i mean we always know for one one thing for sure is that whatever he is thinking it's like as as vengeful and as spiteful (laughs) and (laughs) it's true it's true it is like mean uh, (laughs) a thing like as he possibly could uh that's Um, good so we'll keep catching up with constant with that and next week we'll uh we'll talk about it again you guys have been watching homeland yep oh yeah finally it's back. It feels like it's been weeks because it literally has been since, <laughs> <laughs> since, uh, well, I mean, it, it did technically premiere last week, but yeah, but we got we, the early, we were gifted the, uh, premiere, uh, several weeks early. So it's, it's been a while. Uh, what do you think, Chris? Yeah. How's, how, how's it going? I'm not a watcher, so I'd like to hear, uh, I feel how like, you're feeling about it. I feel it. like this episode's kind of cemented this season a little bit more. 
you got kind of Saul got a there the CIA got tied a little bit more closely with Carrie. Um, yeah, just it's been fleshing it's fleshing out what's going on with the with the case Carrie's working on this this whole CIA thing. Uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. How about you? I mean, we're we're still in that that really like early phase mm-hmm. phase yeah. one of uh, of of Homeland. Um, it, it's sort of like the pattern really of of, of any given season it, is that it, how it, it sort of rolls it usually takes like three or four episodes to really <laughs> like lay everything in front of you and then like ah. towards the end of like episode three or four it, it will hit us with like a turning point in the season that will yeah. really sort of like lay the groundwork so i i fully expect that's that's where we're, we're headed um but yeah so far i'm really enjoying it uh i could do without um the abundance of of Quinn scenes that that we're getting, maybe, maybe. Even though it was nice to see that guy return, Max. I know. I, I don't like think that. we got Max at all last season. Yeah. So welcome return. Um, I shouldn't say I could do without the Quinn stuff. I could do with a little bit less of the Quinn stuff. Like we get it. He he's. Did you see like deeply fucked up? Did you see like this this season on Homeland teaser? No, I didn't. Oh, okay, then I won't mention. <laughs> they showed a little bit more of the Quinn stuff. Okay. I always find that so interesting. Like, Mike, don't you never watch it? Do you never watch any of the next on? I try my best to avoid them. I like to not do that for Ga- Game of Thrones either. Oh yeah. But Chris, do, do you watch them? If I if they're on, I'll watch them. But I don't. Now, Chris, I, don't, I never do it for Game of Thrones. Chris is master of the elitists. Like he started this whole mo- movement of don't watch coming attractions. Well, for I didn't movies. start it. Well. Okay. You you didn't start it. You're 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 just a uh, follower and a and a vocal ad, a, a advocate of sure. not watching. Well, Chris famously uh, did that for Star Wars Episode Seven. Um, yeah. Maybe a little bit later after after we're we're done talking about some of these shows, we can talk about the the, the great news that broke uh, about Star Wars. I yeah. saw you posted that. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, back back Wait, to home. Can can Chris know? Can can Chris know that? Is is that mm-hmm. part part of your special thing? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so you you can know the the title? Yeah. Well, even if I didn't want to, I already knew it. It was ruined for me on Twitter. Why? Oh, okay. But Chris, how will you ever find out about a movie you might want to watch if you can't watch the trailer for it? Someone will say, "Hey, this movie was good." But then you you can never know for yourself. You just have to rely. Or I'll go on. Chris watches the trailer. He just does it. Oh, the very select few of the of the movies he likes to go in as as cold as he possibly can. Mm-hmm. No, but Chris has been telling me that Which he is, wants to do this more. Well, I, 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 I got to tell you, it's, it's annoying. It's very hard. <laughs> I I uh, I respect it. <laughs> well, okay, but trailers are necessary because you have to uh, you, you have to know something about a movie to to want to watch it, right? That's all I'm saying. But don't you, don't you can, have to know something? No, but you can get like a little. You don't have to watch a trailer to know what it's about. Someone can give you a non-spoilery. Yeah, but know what? I remember a very similar thing. Chris, there's this awesome, very intriguing show. The Capitol Building got blown up. Now, did that cause you to watch watch the show? No, but a lot of more reasons. I'm t- about, I'm telling you that yeah. it, it's a good show. Okay, who's in it? I mean, Keep based, based on that that teaser alone, that, that's like the only reason to watch that show is just the idea of like living in that that universe and what something like that could happen. Yeah, um, no other reason. I'm, I'm just saying. I think you need to put a little bit more of a plan in place, or at least think a little more about. You might like a movie that you don't hear you don't hear of. You might want to be open to finding trailers for stuff you might not hear hear about. Well, there's, there's other ways to find movies that I don't know about without watching trailers. 
but you, but you don't want to know anything about the movie? Well, specifically, trailers show too much of the movie. But you don't want to know anything about the synopsis of these movies. No. How you pre- pre- presented it to me. Sorry if you felt that way, but I just don't like watching trailers because they have too much away. Okay, I just find it interesting. Now, now look, I, I have a quick hit. Anyone else ha- have a quick hit? I don't... Were we done talking about Homeland? Okay. Sound like you guys were rounding it out, but you absolutely can can continue talking. I guess the, there really is. It's just episode two, so there's not. I did want to bring up the point about. though about um about uh, this this latest uh, development involving uh, Carrie, um, pl- be, playing as a uh, secret advisor to the president elect. Yeah, I mean, what does that say about her? That president elect's judgment. That, that she's willing to uh, enlist the, the help of, of a woman as historically crazy and uh, unstable, unstable, unreliable, um, as just sort of outwardly, um, what's she, the word, insubordinate. She as, might as not Carrie. know the whole story. Huh? She might not know the whole story. <laughs> Someone who... Uh, <gasps> Who had an affair with like the world's most wanted terrorist and, and birth birthed his child. That's, that's why she's absolutely insane. Well, that's why she's a secret advisor. As Saul said, it wouldn't look, it wouldn't look too good if, if this Wait, came out. That that woman's an advisor to the president. That is the star of the show, Carrie. And she's has a love affair with a terrorist. She, she did had. Oh my god! And a child, <laughs> a child with him. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Really, I've always been curious about how that played um, with the rest of the world. Like, is it a secret? Like, did, does no one know who who that that baby's father is? Yeah. I bet no one knows. That's pretty crazy to to have to raise the child of of, of the world's most famous notorious terrorist. terrorist. Like, what if like some random CIA agent had like the baby of um, Osama bin Laden? Like, how, what what would happen? That's insane. It's a little bit different than that, but is it? Yeah, because he wasn't just a terrorist. He like Osama bin Laden wasn't just a terrorist. No, but like it would be like if Osama bin Laden, like sure, Osama bin bin Laden's family thought very highly of him. No, it would be like if Osama bin Laden's family. No, if Osama bin Laden like changed sides <laughs> and then did yeah, some great things like, for America. It's not like you can attack America and then be like, no, what? But, Hopping on board. But he sorted. But he sort of didn't attack America. There's all these I mean, twists yeah. and turns. I mean, it's, it's a lot okay, of. Uh, you're not talking about Osama. No, I'm talking in the show. Yeah. Talking about Brody in the show. <laughs> because that's not something you want out conflicting there. Conflicting opinions out there. He didn't really attack uh, attack America. Chris Moore on Osama bin bin, bin Laden is not a quote we we want out out there. You were talking about the guy Brody. in the show, Brody. Yes, Sergeant Nicholas Brody. Okay. Nicholas Brody. Well, that sounds like a really intriguing show. How many episodes are we in? Two. Two of season six. Now. Well, first, let me say, any more thoughts on, on home, Homeland? I, I would hate to put any sort of, you know, cap on, on, on this terrorist Sure, there'll talk. be more later. So good. So far, so good. Yeah. I, I've actually now thought of two quick hits. Is it going to be weird if I bring up a random episode of Black Mirror right right now? Because if you like. I, I've watched them all, and I hadn't oh, watched really? a single one when you got... Well, I think I've watched... You know what? The only one I couldn't get through... And this isn't the one I want to talk about, but the only one I have not watched all of. I only watched ha- half of it. I'm assuming maybe the end is is great or something. Where they're like, it's like the 80s, 
and it follows like two women. They're like at mm-hmm. a party. Sanju and Apiro? I could not get get that's that. That's like the most beloved one. Like what is going on in that one? It's great. Like one. we're just oh, following you, a couple women. You have to give that get? one another look. They're at their beach house s- sitting on the outside. Okay. You have to give that one another look. Start start again. Can I tell you is it more of what I saw in the first half? Oh, no, it, it, just, I mean, it really sort of... But, like, nothing goes on in the first half. There's nothing intriguing setup. about it. It's a lot anything. of setup. But uh, okay. the, the way the way that episode resolves is is will leave a, a lasting impression. Okay, because that's the only one. That's I, can't, the only I one. can't believe that. Okay. But nothing happened. Can't, 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 do, do, do you agree, like, nothing well, happened and yeah, well, the rest of them were really intriguing? Well, sure, nothing happened in, like, the setup part of that episode. Yeah, but you get, like, just every setup. other episode of Black Mirror, it's, like, something intriguing. That, that was kind of an issue I had overall with the new season, is that a lot of these episodes um, took a while to get going. And yeah. the, the setup did, didn't always sort of justify, like, the point of uh, where so, they eventually... Yeah, it's up. it's sort of like a blur to me all of the seasons because I watch them all at right. like right after each other. But but I guess like the later ones, yeah, yeah, I watch them right through. The one I wanted to talk about was the one where he goes to the house and plays a video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like this one. I think it was the one that's uh, the, directed by Dan. Tra- that's Dragon the trash friend of the show. Friend of the show. Um, and I found out the main actor in that. Uh, is Goldie Hawn's son. Oh, Goldie wow. Hawn and Russell Crowe's son. What? Yes. And his sister... Are you serious? ...is that other huge, Kate, huge actress. Kate Hudson. Yeah, yeah. That's his half-sister. Right. Yeah. I didn't know that they had a child together. Yeah, well, Noah, yeah. that's that's why I'm here. <laughs> to bring up a random episode of Black Mirror in the middle of nowhere and then give you a fact. I think uh, Chris and I actually talked about this episode like... Yeah, a long time many, ago. Many months ago. When it first came out, yeah. Or am I making everything up? A- a- April Fool's. No, I'm not, and I'm sorry if you did talk talk about it. I probably had no, no idea. Sh- share your thoughts. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was a cool episode. I'll tell you, a lot more cool than the woman sitting on on the beach, at least so so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed that. Like, I don't know if I should give it away. Well, I guess sp- spoilers for this episode, everyone. Uh. I just thought like everyone in that episode did a really good good job too. Like I know there there, there wasn't that much, but like him and the uh, main woman that was leading him through through stuff. Like mm-hmm. uh, I just enjoyed that. Like when he got in the house, like he was it was like very meta. Like oh, I know what's what's going to happen now, and then it sort of mm-hmm. broke him down. But even even then, we got like the little twist on on the end. Like a it was twists. really a nice episode. It was like a, the. the it was like the length of a fe- uh, feature movie. Like it yeah. was, it was like I think it was like ne- ne- ninety minutes long. No, I, I think it was really long. Yeah, it was pretty long. I don't remember exactly. Uh, but that's cool. And I just like the idea that like if they keep making these that are like movies, like it's basically like Black Mirror can just be like, come on over and make like a really like weird movie. Like yeah. The, uh, one of the uh, Black Mirror episodes um, was was optioned for like a uh, feature length screenplay. Really. Yep. Uh, Which one? As to whether or not it'll ever be made, it was the uh, season one episode, uh, the entire history of you, um, where they have they have that little um, mm, implant, eye uh, implant, in which they can like view all their social stuff, watch back like their entire life before before them before their eyes. Oh, um, with with the guy because there was the other one where the woman's upset. It's not that one, it's right? Like, you the have a DVR, you have like a DVR in your head. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what happened in that one, but I did watch it. There was another one that I found intriguing. Oh, 
I watched the one. Another cool one was where, like, there's the whole group of people that are like uh, bad. I don't know what they call them, like bugs or something. And we're following these soldiers as they go out and exterminate. I them. haven't finished that one. That's no, that wasn't the right one. Yeah, is that the one one with the bees too? No. Man, I watched a lot of Black Black Mirror <laughs> very quick. It's a cool show. Yeah, really. And I'm not trying to shit on that episode again. I really enjoyed like just about everything except for I really could not buy into that one episode. I'll have to watch the rest because it sounds like. Uh... Okay, I have another uh, short, quick hit. I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to talk about. Um, it's a show I've been watching. Now I know DS is still on break. Right, Mike? Have, have, have you caught up? I haven't caught up. haven't really been, been paying attention. Mike, catch up. Now is the time. They're, they're on break. I may just, like, jump back into it. Yeah. I may not even bother catching up. <laughs> oh. Well, you have to at least watch the one before the finale. I think I'll do that. Mike, like I mentioned, it's pretty intriguing. Right, right, right. It's pretty cool. Chris, maybe this will be a good opportunity for for you to catch it. No. Just just watch episode one and the latest (laughs) episode. It's a good idea, but no. Chris, have you even watched any trailers? What's what's giving you this negative idea of this show? Yeah, I've seen some trailers for DS. You have not? Yeah, I've seen commercials. You've seen spots? And trailers. And trailers. Here's what I want to talk about. Get to the choppa. The <laughs> new celebrity apprentice. Yeah. Executive pr- producer, president of, of, of the United States. Guys, I think it's a pretty good show. I yeah. think it's a pretty good show. I mean, it's a reality show. It's really as as shit reality. No, it's, it's not, though. Because, like, the ultimate... Like crap reality show is like what, like a, like a Jersey Shore ripoff type show. Like, like real, is that like as real low as it gets? What? Like Real Housewives? Yeah, or like S- Sister Wives, Chris. Sure. Chris, have you ever? Isn't Sister Wives one, one of your favorite shows, Chris? Uh, I wouldn't say one of my favorites, but it's a, it's a reality show that I watch. Yeah. Have you seen every episode of Sister Wives? No. Chris. No. Are I you haven't. only a few episodes behind? Yeah. He's only a few episodes behind, but. I think those types types of shows. I think Celebrity Apprentice is like a little bit, a bit uh, b- above that. I think it's intriguing because you get there is a little like let's watch them like try to market stuff. Like it's it's sort of cool, and they're raising money for charity. And Chris, this week, re- remember how you said you liked back in the day they would make like they made a Snapple, mm-hmm. they made ice cream, they made a candy, Chris. Wow, I don't know if it's gonna it's gonna be sold though. Okay, it's like Warren Buffett. You know the very mm-hmm. I believe it was Warren Buffett. He owns a candy company. Okay, and they made candy, but this is like old school candy. You know, like the kinds that come in those 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 boxes. Um, and they made those. So maybe I can guess those candy, and we could do a taste test. Sure. Okay. <laughs> is there anything I I can do to get you guys to join in on Celebrity Apprentice? I'd love to do a screen bet. It's nothing, nothing you can no. do. Not happening. <laughs> do you watch any re- reality shows, Mike? I don't. I'm uh, actually pretty like ardently against watching. Some might say shows. some might say the NFL is a reality show. 
I mean, I guess that's as far as I'm willing to go. Well, what about Hard Knocks? Not, I'm not against Hard Knocks, but I, I don't watch it. Well, what about like a documentary series? Yeah, I watch. I watch a docu series. Well, I, I think this is pretty close. To <laughs> no, no, this is pretty close. <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> it's a game show. <laughs> yeah. Well, just because there's a competition th- th- doesn't mean it's not. A- I watched. Uh, I watched the chair from a, a few years ago. What was that? Uh, f- from a big time Hollywood producer, friend of Ben Affleck, Chris Moore. Oh, uh, his, his show. Um, what is that show? Where, where he, he took two uh, aspiring filmmakers um, and had them uh, produce and direct a their own feature length film um go off the same exact script oh that sounds pretty so, cool but like two entirely different like uh, production creative yeah. point of view sensibilities why is it called the chair though the, the director's, director's chair, chair. Oh, okay. not a great name huh? yeah. <laughs> i mean it, when that when i cool hear show. when i hear the, the chair i don't think any of what you just said at all no yeah i thought it was going to be like a like a game show where the person has to sit in the chair and like some sort of like <laughs> physical challenge. Project Greenlight is a better title. Yeah, it sounds a lot like Pro- Project Gr- Greenlight. Well, not a lot. Well, slightly I mean, like Chris, Chris Moore worked on uh, Project Greenlight. Mm-hmm. So oh we oh, we know <laughs> we, we we know that. Um, anyway, guys, all I'm saying, okay, can you do one thing for me with the celebrity? Not not watch it. Just hear me out. By next week, w- will you? Look at who is on the show and just arbitrarily pick who you think is go- is going to win, and we can see if you guys who know absolutely nothing about anything with the show can pick better than me. Is okay. Little, is little John on this season? No. Okay. But we've got a lot a lot of decent people. Um, next next week, well, there, like I mentioned that 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 one week, Chris. There's really no one with like a. I feel like there's no crazy pers- personalities. Like everyone's pretty laid laid back. Like I guess, sort of like as far as like an out there personality, there's like that Carson Presley. I think I think his Carson. name is that sort of f- flamboyant. Uh, he seems like a cool a cool guy though. I I really like. But he's sort of like his per his personality is really big. But there's not really that. Like a lot of them are like sort sort of like laid back. Like sort of like I, I don't want to talk, but. Just, just take a look at the list, okay? Sure. I got this on record. I'm, I'm asking you now. So, uh, go ahead and do that. And uh, Mike, I know you didn't watch this. Sorry, but Chris, we should talk about taboo. Yeah. Do you not want us to spoil stuff? We can speak vaguely. I would like to catch up. So we can speak vaguely. Wouldn't mind keeping it vague. I did like how this episode. There's a lot more talking from Tom Hardy. Uh, in general, and I liked how a lot more characters were introduced with a lot more. Uh, different goals. We can start to see some things, some mm-hmm. things ha- happening now. Because the first couple of, sorry, Mike, I don't want to ruin anything for you. I'm really, the first co- couple of episodes were really like, there's only there's only been two. Yeah, sorry. The first episode was like, who is this guy? Like, what 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 the hell is going on? Have Have you watched the first episode, Mike? I watched like ten minutes of the first episode and then I fell asleep. The first episode was really like. It's just like a character introduction. So this isn't a spoiler. He's he he was dead the the whole time. Oh, okay. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, but like the first episode, you're you're, you're just like, who the who is this man? Like, yeah. Who is this man? You know. 
But now we're starting to get a little bit, and still, he's very mis- mysterious. A lot of mystery, a lot of mystery in the show. No, know what I love? If uh, what's the guy's name? Name of that show? What's what's uh, Tom Hardy's character's name? Do you know? Uh, William something. He has like a weird middle name. Or whatever. But anyway, if Tom Hardy's character in Taboo could meet the, the young Pope, I'm smelling a crossover. What do you guys think? What if? Hey, Cardinal, blah, 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 you're going to live with Tom Hardy. <laughs> I think Tom Hardy Tom Hardy has absolutely no time for any of the BS red tape that comes along with the, with the Catholic Church. I think he's got <laughs> things to do that are a lot more pressing and, and real, so he would have no time for that. He might kill a few people, though. I, I think, um, I'm, I'm trying to look, you know, my my notes, because there was a couple of things I wanted to talk to you about, but obviously I don't want to ruin anything with uh, with Mike. Well, I was I was happy we got to see uh, Tom Hardy kick some ass in this episode. Yeah. That was exciting. Mm-hmm. Anything else you thought about this, this episode, Chris? Uh, yeah, I think... I, nothing to... I don't want to be too specific, so I'll just say, like, I still really like the show. Can't wait for number three. It was really cool. I've uh, I've enjoyed watching it, and I I just enjoy Tom, Tom Hardy is Tom Hardy is so is so good. Now, one thing that I never get about Tom Hardy, he looks so different in different things. Like I feel like clearly he had lost a lot of weight for uh, the Revenant with uh, mm-hmm. with Leo, mm-hmm. uh, but he looked more like. He does like he looked a bit like he does in Taboo in that like he had like the facial hair and clearly like he he was a lot uh, like he's he's put on some muscle mass and stuff for this the show yeah he's jacked but in some in some of the stuff he does he looks like a completely different person to to me like I don't know if you guys have watched my friend recommended to to me a second shout out Jacob in the one 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 episode. the the one like there's a movie where Tom Hardy is just driving in a car did, did I tell you isn't it called Lock. Yeah, yeah. You're thinking of Bad Max? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hell of a car ride in Mad <laughs> Max, but no. Uh, he looked completely different to me in in the movie Lock. I know. I guess you, you guys even, haven't seen. There's it. even the movie Legend where he plays twins, both really, both twins, and he looks slightly. Each twin looks slightly different. Um, I just. Like I don't know, go and check out and and our friends listening too. Go and check out Tom Hardy and Taboo versus Tom Hardy and Locke. Like they are not the same person to me. Like I thought when when I first turned on Locke, I was like, I was like, okay, when's Tom Hardy coming? It was almost that. It was almost that, and then I realized we're in this. Like we are in this car, and we are not leaving. Like this is Tom Tom Hardy, mm-hmm. and then I, I realized that. Let's talk for a minute about uh. About movies for a second, huh? Because we had the Star Wars news, and then I don't know if you've seen the new M. Night Shyamalan, uh, Mike. I have not yet, no. But I know you guys did. Okay, yeah. So I, I want to just briefly briefly mention that, but the, the Star Wars news. So, Mike, I yeah. saw you were very happy on Twitter. I mean, that's a cool name. <laughs> I'm, I wasn't disappointed. Uh, it is called The Last Jedi. Episode 8, The Last Jedi. And this, guys, I don't know if you realize this, but this is a world exclusive premiere on this podcast. This has not been released. Uh, Disney 
sent a memo to on, to only Mike and gave him permission to yep. to, to tell it's us. You you guys, of course, will be hearing about this a couple days days later. We're we're uh, we're recording this uh, before the the news we're broke. Recording to this the on a, a late late December afternoon, <laughs> yes, twenty sixteen. Yes. But yeah, that's that, that's a cool name. And did they release that? That image too that you posted. Yeah, uh, the, the the Star Wars text is uh, is in red, which yeah. is interesting. It's it usually was... in like white or, or, or goldish looking yeah, color. Let me yeah. bring it up because I, I I remembered red, but I thought I, I thought it was just the the that, last. That's Jedi. very ominous. Red, of course, the the color of the Sith, or at least their 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 lightsaber. I know. Where where is it, Mike? I'm. I'm not seeing it on your page. Well, that's that's. I, sh- okay. I shared it to uh, our. I'm sure, if you, on I'm sure if you Google the Last Jedi. Uh, yeah, I'll do that now. But anyway, I, I thought that was that was interesting. Oh yeah, it is the Star Wars text in red. I that, mean, that's different, huh? Yeah, that text is pretty red. It is. I was almost. not expecting that. Yeah, as I was saying, uh, it's uh, of course. The, the Last Jedi, I think that that's an obvious reference to to Luke Skywalker, of mm-hmm. um, the previous trilogy. He he was sort of considered to be the, the last Jedi or the the last hope for the Jedi, um, and so that that sort of just clues us in on on the possibility that he'll be a, a huge factor in this movie. But I I think it could also connote some other meanings too. Um, I think there's lots of uh, lots of ideas that could be behind that. You know, cool thing about Star Wars is they release one little thing like this, and there's going to be months and months of speculation uh, just about this. You just got to think that first teaser, first trailer is, is it's on its way. Yeah, I feel <laughs> yeah. like we're. I'm going to say within the next two months we're going to get something. Probably. Yeah, and uh, I'm just I'm so excited. I, uh, yeah, who I mean, everyone loves it, you know. It's a huge, it's a worldwide thing. It's, yeah. it's just awesome stuff. And you know what? You know what I really appreciate too. I guess uh, Rogue One spoilers, or as uh, me and Chris's cousin Greg refers to it. What, what was it? Rogue Ro- 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 One. Ro- it was. He said it weird. Yeah. In, in fact, I can't remember how how he said it. I made fun of him for it right then and there. It Rogue. Rogue. It was. It was Rogue One. Rogue One. He said, "I've been meaning to see Rogue One." <laughs> and, then, and then I went to Chris and I was like, ah, Rogue One, classic, <laughs> classic. Um, but I really liked, you know, I went to see Rogue One, uh, sorry, Rogue One. Ruger One. Ruger One, exactly. even better. I went to see Ruger One and uh, <laughs> it's awfully close to, to Ruger. Um, and I was like, when the title came, like it came up a long time, time ago and like I had already read about how there wasn't going to be the op- the opening scroll mm-hmm. but at that moment I was like wait a second are they messing with us because I for, for some reason I thought if there's no opening scroll like there wasn't going to be a long time ago text either so I was like was this all just a sham but I, I liked how there I wasn't. appreciated how they did it it was yeah that they gave us that little long yeah. time ago yeah. card sort of ease us in uh, and then bam jump cut to space I, I thought that, that was really cool. nice Really nice. Just quick note on uh, Split. Now, this is M. Night Shyamalan, so we really can't say anything, because M. Night Shyamalan is all about, you know, we can't mm-hmm. give away anything. Uh, but, Chris, you wrote 
uh, the Screening Club review about it. Any vague uh, initial thoughts you can give us? Uh, I'm not like a giant M Night Shyamalan fan, so I just thought oh, that was all right. I just got I got to, I read your review, Chris. And Why I, did you read it if if you didn't see it? It was very it vague. Was spoiler. It was very. Uh, okay. it, Chris very like vague. like ninety five percent of that review. Chris spent like shitting on the movie, <laughs> and then he was just like at the end, he was just like, "Yep, three stars." Like <laughs> because yeah, well, three right, stars. McAvoy McAvoy's performance. I, I didn't get the sense that I was reading a three star review. <laughs> I was, think, I was thinking it'd be like a one star. McAvoy's <laughs> review, Mac, McAvoy's performance lifts the entire movie up. Chris posts like also like the the sassy negative remark on his Twitter, like something like, "Oh, at least it was better than the the, the visit," or like it was better than the visit. Dude. <laughs> yeah, but like Chris, I like the visit. I like the 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 like, visit too. The visit had no really no good acting in it. For I, me. I, I really want to say this. That, it was kitschy. I was, I was talking. Um, Come on! I was talking about Split with our with our good friend Tony yesterday at work. He he had seen it. Oh, Tony saw it. And I and I made the point that uh, he agreed. Like even when I'm not, M Night Shyamalan like gives you a complete like garbage fire uh, film, there is always something to to take away. Like he does leave a lasting impression on you, uh, which isn't always the case with like shit shit show movies. Like yeah. he he is talented even when he's making like crap I, I i love him i i actually see i i have like a soft spot for like horror movies in, in general like i like like a shitty horror movie and with m night like and, yeah. twist I, I i just love it i just love a good twist even if it's a shitty movie like i i just love it and a lot of his movies i don't think are shitty movies. but, but there is really like, like that there is some like the point of view, some artistry to to all of his films that I don't think you always necessarily get in like just shitty like run of the mill horror movies. He is a really good. And, I think and he's, he writes he's very too. talented. It's just sometimes his writing uh, mishaps get get in the way of of really making a great movie. Plus, Chris, the thing with the visit, you know, he self funded that. Did he? That was like a secret project. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, you're shitting on an independent film filmmaker. Which really is sort of stifling to the creative process. He, he's burned a lot of bridges, I think. <laughs> M, 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 well, he's back now, and I'll tell you what, McAvoy is that how how you say his last name? Mm-hmm. He killed it. He was so good. I loved him. I loved him. In, in fact, he lifted that 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 movie. Um, oh yeah. And uh, he was just great because I really easily, obviously, I, I hope everyone knows like the basic like i mean you've seen the trailer or whatever like we're dealing with a guy with multiple personalities or whatever so the man has to switch you know and that i felt like could have really easily been cheesy and i would have been like attacking it as like not good really good stuff although i can't there's professor x because he had he has head shaved he did, but he he did a good job do you think that's why he had his head shaved because he had just come off the filming of of that that's a good point, Mike. Look at Mike giving the insight without even seeing the movie. It kind of fit though because the head being shaved gave him like a kind of blank canvas mm. where he could like easily change. Quick story from the set of Split. Um, I was reading on uh, James Ma- McAvoy. Mm-hmm. I have trouble with, with with his last name. I know his name, but he posted on his Instagram. I found this this interesting. You know, car co- companies will like sponsor v- vehicles for movie shoots. You know, so, and Audi was sponsoring 
the split shoot. So mm-hmm. they they provide him with a car to just tra- travel around on location or whatever. And then he said he was wondering, like he was very sort of incognito in this car, like just driving around, and people were noticing him and like, oh look, it's, it's him from afar. Which he said like he doesn't normally get like. N- n- normally, even like if you're far enough away, you're not gonna be like that's that specific guy in that car. Like, let's all freak out. That he said he got out and he didn't notice on the opposite side, the driver's side from the car was emblazoned on the car the split <laughs> or split Audi pr- production fleet or like some all this this lettering. So he took he took a picture of himself giving a thumbs up like thanks for the car I- 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 Audi, but I didn't realize. Uh, you, you had emblazoned it so everyone could know who I was on the side of the car. But I would recommend Split. Although, I don't want to say much more because I don't want to ruin anything. But, like I said to Chris, his acting was my favorite part. There was other stuff that I didn't like. I think apparently... Well, I want to say Chris didn't like it more, but here he is, a three-star. Three, three it star was like re- a totally re- average review. movie. I think it was a little bit better than average. His acting lifts it up, Chris. His, his acting brought it from shit to average. It would not have been shit. Are you kidding me? Yeah. If McAvoy didn't play this role and it was some other Joker and did it like not as good, it definitely would be shitty. There was some rough part. <laughs> and he he lifted it up. Any, uh, any other thoughts on uh, a- anything else you guys would like to talk about this week? Even movie. You know, I know we're... We're not a movie podcast, but you know it's it's part of the uh, the pop culture. I saw uh, Patriots Day uh, last week. How was that? I, Mike? I, re- you, I wrote you a review. Liked it, right? Yeah, um, Mike wrote the Screen Club review of Patriots. I wrote Day. a three and a half star review, but I would say mm. I was much more uh, positive about it in, in in what I had to say. There does seem to be a little bit of a d- discrepancy there, Chris. And Mike also didn't like Mike. And I are different like people. Mike didn't post a sassy negative like re- remark on his Twitter about Mike and I are different people. Mike, pa- yeah. Patriots Day either. I I really liked it. Um, powerful. Um, did a good job of honoring the uh, the victims, the first responders, the heroes of, of that day. But uh, I will just say I read a lot about it in the review. It has a uh, Mark Wahlberg problem. A problem? A problem. I, re- I read a funny tweet on Twitter, and it was uh, later this year, new film... Women's March, starring Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's great. That that really gets at like the, the point of my issues with, with the movie. He just inserts himself into. It's just you know, it's a little. We're we're past the point of it being like exhausting. Just getting a, a real life uh, event, um, directed by Peter Berg, starring starring Mark Wahlberg <laughs> as the hero. Um. <laughs> I feel like he kind of gets a pass for this one, though, because he is from around here. Mm. At least in my mind. <laughs> and I haven't seen Deepwater Horizon, so I'm not burnt out. Mike, how can you enjoy it so much if the main guy... I know. I mean, that, like, that just tell, that tells you about, like, everything else around him was, was so good. And it will, it will get you, and it will leave a, uh, leave a mark on you. Um, for, for anyone who, who remembers that day and week, it, it uh, does a very good job of... of capturing the the insanity the trauma the tragedy of it of it all i've got to check it out you know i was in las vegas when that went down i was arriving in las las vegas oh really hmm. uh, on the day the day of the bombings mm-hmm. yeah i turned on the tv in our hotel room and i was like what is this 
then I feel like when we came back, like this almost have happened, like it was like per- perfectly lined up. When, when, when we came back, they were stopping like air traffic or something, mm. or all traffic because they were ser- searching for, for them. Yeah. So we came back and we got out of there right before they shut down traffic in in, in Logan. It was really a yeah. And the bombings took place on a Monday, and then the the manhunt really sort of uh, coalesced on a uh, in concluded on a uh, Thursday, Friday of, of that week. Yeah, so that's that's exactly what happened. I remember being so, I mean, obviously horribly tra- uh, tra- traumatic and uh, horrible uh, events, but like, also, I was, it was going to dis- disrupt me me leaving Logan. I know. <laughs> oh, well, that I was horribly disrupted too because I was supposed to go to the Red Sox. Really? On fr- the Friday night that the... Wait, was they, that they, when he said captured. the thing? Is that when Big 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 no. Bobby said it? Uh, that was on the Sunday because the, the game was canceled on on Friday night. Uh, so I was I was fucked over too. Wow. Well, I I think you should be happy that they gave him the extra day so that he could be inspired to say 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 that yeah. line because he he is he is in the movie. He like he is <laughs> he re, he receives a cre- a screen credit because he he provided like. A scene that was shot specifically for the movie, Did Big he, Poppy. Okay, don't tell us. But and it, must is a, have been. it is a glorious scene. <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, there's some archival footage of like that, that scene in Fenway too. But um, is it sort of like when Tom Brady sh- shows up in that movie? What what what, what, what movie is that? They, they show up at Tom Tom Brady's house. Oh, Entourage. Entourage. Yeah. No, Entourage is on a plane. Ted Two is when they go to Ted Two. Yes, Ted Two. Thank you. We got all the Mark, Mar, Mar, Marky Mark, if nothing else, has has our back about in, involving New, New England sports stars. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's that's what he has. Okay, very cool, awesome stuff. We have lots of good stuff to watch this week, uh, guys. Where can we find you online, Mike? Uh, on Twitter at linguistics underscore screeningclub.com, as always. Some nice ar- ar- articles on there. And Chris, where can we find you? Twitter.com slash that Morris and Screening Club. And you can find me, as always, therealjeffmore.com. And now on my newly very active Twitter account, J-E-F-F-A-M, Jeffam. Uh, and you can touch base with all of us. Uh, if you want to share comments or thoughts, you can get in touch. ScreeningClub at gmail.com. You can also join us on Screening Club dot com itself for more articles insight and to share your thoughts and guys on social media connect with us we get some really cool stuff co- coming up we get some really cool guests and stuff like that you can find us on let's listen you can find us on everything right twitter is instagram that now we get our facebook page up youtube we're all over the place so come and reach out we would love to talk with you and uh and interact until then guys thank you so much for being here with us and we will see you next week mm-hmm. take care god bless